Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Broncos live coming to you from Studio X here at DNVR HQ. I, I feel weird saying the DNVR oh. bar because we don't have a bar right now. We will no. have a bar very soon. I get so many people reaching out to me being like, is the bar closed? Some guy on Reddit said the bar's closed. Like <laughs> someone DM'd us on Facebook today. I was like, do you guys still have a bar? Like, we go, we, I mean, I love the interest, um, but yeah, we'll be, I mean, we're back soon. There's interest from the bar and, and many different angles too. There is. Everyone loves a bar. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, Everyone loves a bar. Um, the X today stands for excited to see how you guys get out of this one. Ah, I'm pumped, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped. Um, isn't that like a Scooby-Doo well, let's see how you get out of this one, like, but then they always do. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Can Can you give Scooby- me your best Scooby Doo? No. Scooby Doo. Uh, oh, can you give me? No, your best? he's not going to. We decide we're late. Scooby Doo. He's so good at that. Yeah. Why would I do it if wow. I just, I knew I wasn't gonna have? Like, I don't compete wow. in things unless I think I could be the best. Well, I wanted people uh-huh. to ask me, so I had to start by asking you guys. You know. I just lied a lot because, like, I play golf. That's my favorite thing to do, and yep. I'm not even within like. I'm probably not top million golfers in the world. But how many times do you win more often than you lose in terms of the people you play against? No. Uh, really? I mean, it just depends on... But I, I like to surround myself with good golfers because I feel like they make me better. Like, I play with Spencer and Mitch. I'm never yeah. beating them. Um, I think I beat Spencer once. Um, Spencer and Mitch clipped that. I would definitely say I beat Henry <laughs> oh, yeah. more often than not. Okay. I'm basically then- retired, though. <laughs> That's what I decided. It was so hot last time we went out there. It's just like, I think it's it's time to hang him up. Actually, wow. if Ryan wants to beat you, now's a good day to play because, Henry, you've been crying your eyes out all day, and it looks <gasps> like you can't even see. Yeah, it was big news a couple days ago when I got the new sunscreen, but... So Henry, <sighs> Henry thought he graduated from kid sunscreen to adult sunscreen. I specifically remember being in the parking lot thinking like, okay, I got my eyelids nice and good. Without even you thinking like, that's, eyelids? I didn't even think of that. Like, oh yeah, I know. In hindsight, you stay on the sideline and you have like that flashback to like, why did this go wrong? It's like, you remember specifically like rubbing it in your eyelids. Because I wasn't even like thinking about it. I was just like, okay. Have you face, ever gotten rubber. your eyelids sunburned? No, look at me. I'm the most thorough sunscreener there is. No. How would that have happened? So you were putting the baby sunscreen on your eyelids as well. Oh, yeah. I, Whoa. You realize Whoa. that your eyelids get like one-tenth of the sun of 
anything else on your body, right? Well, well not, other than not things a that are snoozer of a practice like today. That is true. <laughs> I, yeah. The only time I think you could get your sun, your eyelid sunburned is if you were sleeping on the beach or something. Yeah, I'm like what five hours into this now, a little over five hours into this. Have it's you not tried any, any remedies like water in your face? What water? The, There's a sink here. <laughs> I was late. I had to sprint in here. But before that, what do you want me to do? Go out to the porta potty and squirt the sanitizer in there? I used the bathroom in the Broncos lobby today. There you go. I didn't even know there was one. We used to be able to use it all the time. The the progression of way things have happened yep. for the media yep. would actually yep. be a hilarious. Like we should do an explainer. <laughs> on it. Right. When I first started, food every day. Yep. Um, like bagel Mondays, pizza that Tuesdays. Is sandwich wednesdays was it was there steak fridays i wasn't no, there i wasn't there no. for the first year when you were there. not not okay. for me okay i don't know um obviously before that even the media used to just get to share the cafeteria with the yep. players yep um Can and then you imagine that a day like that well it's just cool to think about because it's like man it must have been so much easier to create relationships right with players specifically yeah um <clears throat> then that was ruined by everyone's favorite media member um <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't name names. Um, then it was, you know, they'll bring in food. Then it was only pizza on Fridays. Yep. Oh. They st- is that still a thing? Uh, it died off midway through last okay, year. As so, the Broncos oh. season died, that died. So, and then it was like, we had our own media room. We could also like go into like a couple auxiliary rooms, yep. including yep, yep. the lobby bathroom. Including the closet that we did then our Then the door to from. the lobby was locked. Yep. <laughs> then wow. uh, we got our podcast privileges revoked. Yep. Um, then they just took the whole damn media room out <laughs> yep. of there and yep. put it in yep. a whole other place. And that one doesn't even have a bathroom. Well, nope. Yeah. So no, nope. I'm no bathroom, no windows. Let me just be clear. I'm no. not complaining about our job, but it is funny. Just the progression. Let me tell you though, a new era today yes, with the Walton Penners coming in because media got pizza today as well. Was that ever confirmed? Cause uh, I, yeah, I, I, it was not there at first, but they waited uh, until everyone was in there, and I did see them carrying. Uh, can I mention wait, the pizza name? No, wait, can't give free. Peyton's pizza. Uh, it actually wasn't. It was Anthony's pizza. Oh, uh, they I were like carrying that. a couple big boxes. Where were you when you stuff. saw that? Uh, it was right when I so like twenty minutes after the presser ended. I unfortunately did not get any. I had to rush. But over here. so I was in like the media workroom. Yeah. And they were still saying, like, yep, pizza's going to be here soon. Pizza's going to yep. be here soon. And I left at, like, 2.25 to come here. Yep. You must have just missed it because that was 2.25. Tough scene. Yep. <sighs> Tough That's scene. why I waited. Um, it was – I mean, you do actually – I'm actually curious to see what happens on that front just because it's too. like this – it does not matter. Like, we doesn't affect our ability to do our jobs. Um, like, what room they uh, put us in or anything like that. But uh, a lot of owners – like to schmooze up the media yeah i think it makes total sense yeah, exactly. and also something else that doesn't matter is the resources that the new ownership group puts into the media in terms of like whatever they spend or don't spend does not affect anything close to their bottom line right of course okay uh, we kind of got ahead of ourselves a little bit here so let's rewind um no i don't think we did media is the most important thing yes, in life. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> i'm always just worried that people think we're like being whiny media no, but like I it's really we really don't it's just funny yeah it is it uh, is being put in a dungeon with no windows yes and like that's fun that is funny to me it's especially funny to me because you don't go there <laughs> um i was i was a credentialed media member Heck today yeah uh-huh. um we got to watch the single boring most boring practice of camp 
Uh, it the, well, we had some fun on the side, so I actually we, didn't really watch practice. We did. Yeah. Um, it was a. It, there was a lot of. I guess I can say that it was one of the more interesting practices of camp from anything that didn't that anything oh, that happened I, with people not wearing Broncos. Yeah, dress. exactly. Um, so I guess we should start there. Just quick recap, or should we start with my challenge to you guys? Uh, let's start with quick recap. Okay. Um, one thing I, I think this maybe counts as an observation. Um, the guys from pardon my take were at practice. Talk about media royalty. <laughs> yes. uh, they got the red carpet laid out for yeah. them and Hey, that's the most popular sports podcast yeah. in the world. So, yeah. uh, you know, totally understandable. It was maybe is the word surprising. I don't know. Maybe a little bit surprising just to see, like I was standing near them just all practice people coming from inside the building to yep. come out and meet them uh it was just i've never seen anything like that before i mean think of all the people that have been to broncos practice like every media member you could ever think of um anything from you know terrell davis mm-hmm. um to adam schefter yeah. to i mean <clears throat> any media member you could ever think of has been through broncos practice never i've never even seen one person come out of the tunnel to like just go shake their hand i completely agree and obviously sierra has been out of broncos training camp no one's allowed to go right, up to her. Yeah, yeah, i yeah. think without her bodyguards and, and protectors there would have been more people on our sideline like the media and where the players and the coaches are still come up to those guys than her yeah just um i mean they've done a great job yeah they've yeah. done a great job yeah they have and uh and they were uh don't remember what i was gonna say oh just that just to yeah. echo that yeah several water bottles brought <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's a that was the first like i guess like notable thing you also had some nfl network guys out there big time tom pelicero <laughs> oh, we should have gone we should have gone big time we should have we should have oh man <laughs> what would the question have been I don't know. Um, I did get a scoop, though. Oh. A retroactive scoop. Oh. Um, remember, we did the thing with Tom Pelissero at the Combine. Yep. And great recall by Tom Pelissero. He remembered his exact answer to wow. us. Wow. Um, which was, it's not going to be me. That's the mm-hmm. only thing I know. Mm-hmm. He's right. And I asked him, okay, well, now we know that's when things are starting to come together. Did you know? He's like, yeah, I knew. I just... I was oh, like, how do I get my man. way out of that? <laughs> well, props to him. If I was him, accounts. I 100% would have been like, man, this is so tough. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea. But yep. if I was just to throw something out, I would say Russell Wilson. Yep. You know? Yep. Like, yep. Or what if he had just said, it's Russell Wilson. My sources are telling me you guys can break this right here. <laughs> or he's just like... I'm going to tweet this right now. And <laughs> right, so you, guys, right, right. you guys have a, you know, you can have this video out as soon as you want. What we have done. I wouldn't have believed it <laughs> until <laughs> no, I saw no. him tweet it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, I was, I was like, oh, you had to know because that's when like really things started coming together. He's also notably been very tied into the Broncos in recent years. Very tied into the Minnesota. Yeah, part of the there Broncos. you go. Um, okay. Obviously, first day of the ownership group. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leads me to, I guess, my second biggest takeaway, which was who was there that is not part of the ownership group? Who is there that is not part of the ownership group? Yeah. Two guys yes. that really pop uh, out to me. His name is Peyton Manning and John Elway. Coincidence that they were both here today when they knew the ownership group was going to be here. I got big time like... What's the word? 
Okay, here's here's how I'll describe it. Relationship? You got a crush on this girl. Uh, here we go. And oh you find out that she's going to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, I should go. Yeah. And you just like try to show up and like not act like you're just there because they're there. And yep. you're like, oh, fancy seeing you here. <laughs> like that's what I was getting from Peyton and John. And John... And that, that could be totally John, John's been there... Basically every day. Yeah, he's been Pretty there every it. day since past Monday. Yeah. However, John was going hard, hard, hard to get though. Like he, he wasn't, you know, following uh-huh. them around. John or was going very hard to get. John was saying, "I'm John Elway. You'll come up to me." Peyton, on the other hand, who has had maybe looks like he showed up with them. Uh, yes, it certainly <laughs> did. Peyton's typically going all over the field, shaking hands with a lot of people. Mm, no, he just happened to be exactly where the ownership group was, and then of course. He just hung out and talked with them for the majority of practice. Yep. 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 Interesting. So then when the ownership group was asked, I guess Greg Penner specifically was asked about Peyton and John specifically, he said, well, John, such a good football player, means so much to this organization. And Peyton, I mean, he's one of the all-time greats. And that was it. Yeah, well, then later on. He never said anything like uh, he No, 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 in terms of that, that was it. Later uh, on, somebody asked, like, well, are you going to add anybody else to the group? He's like, oh, I don't think so. I think we're pretty much set with the group. So they're not going to be owners at the very least. Mm, I'm not so really? sure oh, about really? that because there was one more part of the press conference. So uh, probably the biggest real news uh, was that Greg Penner is going to be the, pr- the CEO of the team everyone else is just going to be owners uh rob walton obviously he's the one that that's the controlling owner he has the most money the most share in the team greg penner is his son-in-law and then so his daughter carrie walton penner she's also going to be around the team but as of now she's just going to be an owner doesn't have an official title so then what we find out so he's the ceo remember joe ellis was the president and ceo so they have an open president spot Mm. and he did say that the team was going to hire a president and then asked how important is it to have sports uh a sports background an nfl background be part of that president and he said it's very important now is it absolutely needed no but the other person the person that doesn't have that background would have to blow us out of the water in order to like make up for that peyton manning I'm glad he finished that with out of the water. Yeah, he probably didn't. I probably oh, just okay. said that. I was just saying, <laughs> the beginning of that sentence was like, wow, he would have to do what? <laughs> oh, oh, wow, yeah, or no, show blow us out of the run. <laughs> yes, 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 I see. Uh, and then so how I think Peyton can come into this is, will Peyton take a role of being the president of a team? I'm not so sure. I agree. Would Peyton take a role of president of the Broncos, who we obviously know is near and dear to his heart, if there was an ownership aspect tied into this. Yes. I think so as well. And so that's maybe how this can come together. Now, the one thing that knocks my argument off a little bit is Mike Kliss uh, about an hour ago tweeted that the president is going to control or be overseeing the business side and George Payton is going to report directly to Greg Penner. If that's the case, Payton may not be yeah. your guy, but... I just, if they have the opportunity to bring Peyton Manning in, and look at this group. It's only five, six owners right now, all extremely high-profile people. If you're ever going to bring another owner on, wouldn't Peyton Manning be the person? Because you don't need money. 
And so if you want to bring another extremely powerful figure, I mean, he's the most powerful figure in the NFL that any team can get, in my opinion, right now. Yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. The real story to me would be if somehow Peyton doesn't end up being involved at all. And to me, that that is a concerted decision on behalf of the Walton Penner group mm-hmm. to say, we don't want Peyton. Yep. And that would be very notable to me. Maybe not even in like a big takeaway way just like a, a why yeah. why wouldn't they want peyton yeah. involved yeah I, I i completely agree any nfl team would take peyton manning in any position if he would take that job a hundred percent and and i think that like that is the co- only thing starting absolutely. a head coach oh absolutely head coach gm team president ceo whatever if, if peyton manning coach, wants that offensive job coordinator, anything and, and he'd you would take that, Peyton that means Manning he as doesn't. your DB's coach. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but that's why, like, if, if he wanted one of those jobs, he would have one. The one thing would be if they're willing to give up ownership stake. But when they say, you know, they, like, why they aren't interested in Why would you give it to Lewis adding, Hamilton and not Peyton Manning? Well, you know why? Because Melody Hobson, the number one fan of Lewis Hamilton, called him oh. uh, her little brother, uh, essentially, and said, when I joined this, I said, the number one thing you guys have to do is get Lewis Hamilton here. Yep, and they have they have like okay. a relationship. Right, it's, yes, a, yes, yes. it's a weird thing <laughs> that I don't know if it's a weird relationship, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not a weird relationship. I like tweeted out the the video of him saying like, "Yeah, I call him Sir Little Brother." There's like 510 likes on that video. Hey. Like it's Lewis Hamilton. Like I get that Peyton Manning is big here, but it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, but then you compare him to a soccer star. It's the same thing with Lewis Hamilton, where it's like, yeah, the Broncos have whatever two million Twitter followers, and he just has like. 50 million. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, no, he is just worldwide. What does on Instagram? Oh, I'm curious. You should compare. We, were, uh, we, we were talking about where uh, the most famous people within the Broncos land. You probably have, you probably have George Lucas, one, then Lewis Hamilton, two, and then uh, Peyton Manning, three, maybe? Condoleezza Rice is a weird one to place. It okay. is. <laughs> just uh, Now, Peyton's only been on Instagram for a little while. Okay. But this is shocking. What is it? Peyton has 250,000 followers. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton has 30 million. Yeah. 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 That's insane. Yeah. Now, again, part of that is like, how active are you? Oh, yeah. How long have you been around? What, what does Russell Wilson have? Five. What's Five? Tom, what's Tom at? Tom Brady? Yep. Because he's, he's yeah, pretty active. Yeah, I bet that's a bigger one. That's got to be like 50. No, no I think Lewis 12 and a half. Him. Oh, yep, my yep, goodness. Yep, yep, yep. And it does just show how big he is so that's that's a huge get but that's why peyton would be the get of the nfl totally i i must be so off on this like in my world which, which is america no i just mean in my <laughs> personal world uh-huh. f1 became big like within the last 12 months again your world is america <laughs> <laughs> also your world is definitely off in multiple ways ryan oh i'm fully aware rice cookers <laughs> are more on Henry and I's side. More people do not have rice cookers than do. This is one of the w- most wild discoveries <laughs> of my life. It blows my mind that this is wild to you. I've had a rice cooker literally since like my sophomore year of college. It was one of like the first items I got when I moved into my mm, own house. Wow. Um, and I personally just don't understand how people make good rice without it. See, I don't even know if rice makers are expensive, but to me, when I think of someone owning a rice maker, I'm like, wow, that's a luxury of all luxuries. You have something, you have one thing to cook one thing specifically. Now, check this out. Some rice cookers 
or rice makers. What? No, rice cooker is what right, people were calling right. we got in, We got in trouble for saying makers. What, the first one I ever had came with a little crate, and you could put salmon and vegetables <laughs> in the crate, and the steam from the rice would cook wow. it. It's basically like dishwasher salmon without having to put it in the dishwasher. Actually delicious. I used to make it all the time, like some teriyaki on top of it. That was like one of the first meals i was like cooking for myself as a sophomore in college wow that is impressive you were making rice salmon and asparagus yeah but then is it a rice cooker then or is it a okay so that a lot of people came at us not come at us but responded being like why would you have a rice cooker when you can just have an instant pot which to me that you should answer yes if you have an instant pot because it's essentially a rice cooker. It's just a multi-purpose rice cooker. Well, then if you have a microwave, you should also answer yes because you can throw a bag oh, of rice in the that microwave. That is so and it true, it. Zach. So then maybe everyone <laughs> does so that. I just like, I'm so particular about the quality of rice. If I'm eating rice, like I want it to be really good. And like, I've never been able to make it correctly, just the old fashioned way in a pot and pan. Um, and the ones that you get in the microwave taste like, so low quality to me. okay i challenge you your homework is to get frozen trader joe's rice okay. and try it and tell me if i'm so off and i'm missing life because i agree with you i've had bad rice cooked on a stove before and it's a mush ball yeah and it, i almost never ate rice again after that and <laughs> i love rice oh. uh but this one i say it passes the test try yeah. some uncle ben microwave rice no too. i've had that. no i think, that, I think, I think you'd be surprised let me make it for you if <laughs> i made like it like the red box no, not no, like in the, the box. Bags. It comes in like it. bags. You just cut squish, the top. Squish it up, yep, yep, cut the yep. top off, yep. put it in there 90 seconds. So you don't even have to add water or anything. Oh, no, no, you no, think no. I'm adding water to my rice? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, that is different than the instant rice I've had before. It came in like a, a box. You like poured it into a bowl and like added like a cup of water and okay. then just microwaved okay. it. Okay. Way too to much go. water. Wow, That's just not worth Which is actually better than anything I've ever made on the stove top. Yeah. Because I just don't know how to do that. It's a mush basket. I mean, like... People who are experienced, yeah. you know, do it every day probably, but never worked for me. No, no. Uh, anyways. Okay. How do we get here? Um, po- so Peyton, I think he's going to be involved. Um, and It would be smart. Uh, if he's not, I'll have questions. And that's fair. If, I, if he wants to be involved, he'll be involved. Like, I feel like it's not even up to them. Like, if they throw ownership mm. stake at him, then that changes the equation. Then that's one of those things, like, how do you pass that up? Tim Connolly, you know, it's the same the, thing. The, I guess the one thing that I could say is his Omaha Productions is about to be so valuable. Exactly. That he might just say, like, I, I need to put all my focus into this. But Greg Penner is the CEO and part owner of the Denver Broncos, and he's still connected with Walmart. He still has, and he's not going to give that up. He says he has great people over there doing things. How involved do we think Peyton truly is with Omaha Productions in terms of like a day-to-day? He may be there for the big decisions. He's probably on phone calls. But I think he could do this job and still be involved with Omaha Productions and still get all the money from it. Potentially, yeah. I I mean, eventually your company grows and you kind of hire people under you, especially when you're Peyton Manning. Exactly. And, Um, And with the NFL ties... Like being the owner for one team, you could see how that would there would be some issues if if he was trying to like make shows about the NFL and he's part of an ownership group. I don't know. I I wonder if there could be some lines there. Um, slight flex here as Nathaniel Hackett was walking off the podium for his media. Oh I was off to the side, um, talking to someone else. Hackett comes over, daps me up, and says, "Bro." You'll never believe this. I met Melody, 
And she said, I can have any Star Wars memorabilia I want. <laughs> that is incredible. And I was just like, dude, this is the best. Like, yeah. Nathaniel, I-, I thought the vibes were just great all around today at practice. Um, but it really felt like, like, like that was one of the first times during camp that I've seen the old Nathaniel Hackett. Mm. Um, not to say he's been like jaded by being a coach. I just think he's been really dialed in. And like today, seeing him like giddy over that was like, ah, this guy, he's just the best. <laughs> yeah. And, and did you see Melody Hobson's uh, necklace? I yeah. believe it was. It was. She brought it today. Oh, yes, she did. Wearing an orange blazer and then she had a Broncos necklace on. Pretty yeah, cool. it almost looked like an ascot. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was actually a necklace or like a scarf yeah. or a turtleneck. Uh, but it, it was it was stylish. Also, I just thought about like Robson and Hobson. <laughs> it's, it's been rattling around in my brain all day. It's still like the melody thing with Lewis is still like blowing me away. And it's mostly because all these people are tweeting like just randomly like, I've adored this woman for ages. I love the way she loves her. Like Lewis Hamilton fans are like all in on Melody Hobson and have been. Mm, like that's they like, know. A, like that's they yes, knew. that's a person in their world. Which yeah, and it's and like yeah. Melody Hobson is just like the most loved person out there. Yep. Um, yeah. my, my biggest takeaway from today uh, is that the why the Walton Payton Penner group bought this team was to win with their family. They are going to put every resource into this, and just because you have money doesn't mean that it's going to pay off. But they're going to put every single resource into this. Wait. Before you do this, I want to issue my challenge because okay. you're okay. You're off to a good start. Okay, okay. Um, should we do that in the second segment, or do you want to do it now? Let's do it in the second segment. All right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry to derail. <laughs> uh, first, I want to give a shout-out to Breckenridge Brewery, uh, best beers around. And by the way, you're going to be able to get them at our tailgate this weekend. you got to come by. Like, if you're going to the game and you don't come to the tailgate, you've made a huge mistake. Oh, yes. Um, so come through the tailgate. Find the link. If you have any problem finding the link, like DM me. I'll send it to you. Get your tickets. Get signed up. Come. Enjoy your Mile High Sliders, your Breck Brews. Um, and just to double down on Breckenridge Brewery, like the, the good company hard seltzer. We've got the hard sodas that uh, Henry was talking about yesterday. Um, Strawberry Sky, Palisade Peach Light. Like anything that you think sounds good on a hot summer day like it's been for every single day of camp. Um Get yourself a Breckenridge brew to quench your thirst in, you know, in an adult way. In an yes. adult way. And you've also got to check out us over at thednvr.com. Mm. And right now we're having some technical issues for some people on yes. the website and also on YouTube. So make sure to hit us with a thumbs up if you're watching on this YouTube because it'll help other people see this. Subscribe to this channel just in case we ever have to go live from this channel in the future. And we really appreciate your support. Also, check out the DNVR locker where we have some new awesome shirts. I mean, you can never go wrong with just grabbing another championship av shirt. And True. we've got tons. They're getting ready for the season. The also, Let's Ride shirt has been a big, uh, big popular item on the hill. Oh. I absolutely love it, and uh, you got to check out what we've got coming on for the Broncos. So make sure to hit us with a subscribe and a thumbs up here, and check out thednvr.com. You know and- who the happiest person is about um, the meme of like Let's Ride? Russell Wilson. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Of course. Like, I thought that was oh, yeah. just obvious. Yeah. No, like he yep. started this thing and maybe overdid a little bit and it it got memed yep. to the point where now it every single person that thinks about the broncos thinks about let's ride the broncos yeah. just put it on the side of the stadium yep yeah so he just like it took him like three months 
for his phrase that he created to be like universal language directly associated with anything Broncos. It's a, I mean, talk about building your brand. And, and, and it's really smart that Russ has just bought into that and, and given zero it, pushback. Did exactly. The, Sierra thing, uh, like. the, the Broncos have even created on their email sign off. Uh, let's ride. And any employee is welcome to put it on their sign-off. So the Broncos are buying into it. So now it expands. And when the Broncos are winning and the Broncos are in the playoffs, it's going to be talked about on oh, Thursday yeah. night football, Sunday night football, Monday night football. It's going to be everywhere. They're yep. going to be giving out those towels with let's ride. They on are. It. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And then at some point, Russ is probably going to put a little trademark on it. I think he probably already has. And make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he did that before he even ever said it. Probably. Also, at some point, you should be trying Owen. Um, it's a pretty good transition. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, it's like this protein drink that, uh, is good for you. So like if you go lift weights, then you want to drink it first. It helps build up your muscles. Uh, and that's a good thing for people who are going to the gym. That's kind of what it's all about. There's like amino acids. It helps repair. There's the proteins that rebuild. Um, and that's what I drink Owen, which is O W Y N, which is, means only what you need mm-hmm. great great job by clever them. clever yeah. um we've partnered with them obviously so you can get 20 percent off your first purchase at liveowen.com uh it's l-i-v-e-o-w-y-n.com and use the code dmvr20 you get that 20 percent off because there's a uh, 20 grams of protein in their dark chocolate protein shake get that one all right i want to issue you guys a challenge because I'll just be honest with our listeners, like ownership stuff. Now that it, as soon as it was settled, like, and it was like, okay, the Walton Penner group is going to be the owners. And that was months ago. Yep. You know, there was the whole approval process. We all knew that was just, you know, um, song and dance. I have no interest, no interest in anything ownership related unless like, again, like the Peyton Manning thing. Uh, that's, that's somewhat interesting. Um, but like today, I was like, "Yeah, you guys can handle this one. I don't, I, I don't have any any uh, interest in hearing what they have to say." So your ch- my challenge to you is, prove to me why I'm wrong. Why was this interesting, and why sh- why should I care about what they had to say today? Because ownership can ruin a franchise. Oh yes. Okay, but <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> yes. But nothing that they could have said today would have sent us down that path. But I think my biggest takeaway. Do I just skip to where I was? Do I start? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> My biggest takeaway, (laughs) which you'll never expect coming from today, was I think the reason that the the Walton Penner group got into this was to win as a family. I swear I've heard this before. And and Rob Walton talked about it uh, after the press conference and said, uh, he was asked, why are you doing this? You're 77 years old. Why now? And says that to someone? <laughs> Guess. Actually, uh, some people say that like when I'm like hammered at the pool on a sat on like a, a Sunday afternoon, people say that to me. Why are you doing this? <laughs> You're 30 years old. <laughs> and then you just keep going on. You yeah, don't let it like, bother you. Because it's fun. Right. Exactly. And essentially, that's what he said. Yeah. He said the family wanted to do this, and he didn't say this part, but. If anyone was going to be able to buy the team, it was him. Like, and it, once he got involved, he was going to make sure that the Broncos were, were his. And he said, this is something the family wanted to do together. And so that's something the family wanted to do. So he made sure it happened. And he said, we want it to be fun and we want to win. 
And that is, I think, such a relief to hear. Now, when this was Rob Walton buying the team, we didn't really ever think that he was going to be squeezing money out of this team. We thought it was going to be for this reason. But for he, for he, to hear him and the ownership group say that, I think, is, is huge. Because you don't talk about ownership if things are going right. If things are going wrong, it's the story and it's the hardest thing to change about a franchise. And there are a lot of franchises out there that just are are stuck with bad owners and they're never going to be good. The Broncos are going to be in a really good spot for maybe the end of time because there's a chance. Potentially our lives. Yes, exactly. This team shouldn't leave the Walton Penner family ever. But the caveat with that, like, I agree that it's good that you want them to go like the fun route. Like that's one of my takeaways. They kept talking about fun. It's like, yes, that is good. You're not looking at this as a business. You want to have fun. And like, they'll throw in like, we all want to have fun together. We want Denver to have fun with us. Um, But there's also stuff like Greg Penner saying, part of the fun is learning and understanding all this stuff, but we're not going to be like trying to make all the football decisions. And there's some of that where it's like, Okay, so you're just like totally jumping into sports for the first time. And like, yeah, you've been kind of a football fan, but you're here to have fun learning how to run a football team. It's like, that's better than trying to like, we just want to squeeze money out of it. But also, I hope that learning process isn't too rough. And and, and there is that kind of fine line there. There's not too much to do right now. No. There's a coach, there's a GM, and there's a quarterback. All you have to do is give them money. Yep. Just keep writing checks. <laughs> just just funnel think, it. So I think they basically have the entire Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett era to learn. Yep. Um, and just be like, and, and that'll show you, like, I, I'm sure George Payton's feeling a little more uh, secure about his job hearing something like that. Because it's like, they're not going to come in and be like, we've always wanted so-and-so as our GM. If right. we were to own a franchise, they're like, hey, like, we're just here with the money. You know, you guys do your thing and we're going to observe for a little while. Um, but... I think the fun thing is really important. And mm-hmm. I love that their idea of family fun costs four point six five billion dollars. <laughs> Some people is going to the movies. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's expensive. It's you know, crazy. 78 bucks for four people or uh-huh. something. That is that it's ridiculous. It, I blew seventy seven dollars going to a movie with Lexi a couple nights ago. Okay. We got, like, well, this, I was way off. Yeah, the thirty five of The snack oh pack God. was like it's like, okay, we have a special two drinks popcorn two candies and i was like oh we don't really need two candies but the other stuff is kind of also you can share the popcorn tickets and that exactly oh it's one popcorn okay yeah but then the two candies 77 dollars the two of us plus that so but that's crazy i don't know if you can do this on a date henry you just reminded me why i never go to movies yeah (laughs) next time maybe by yourself or with some buddies instead just wear really baggy athletic shorts uh, and uh, you can pack some classes. They are patting people down. They definitely are patting people down. Sour punch straws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but just to like go back to this, there is the other stuff where you're saying, like, you know, you know, sometimes it gets a little tricky because you lose one game. That doesn't mean you're going to all of a sudden make a bunch of short-term rash decisions. So there's a, you have to have patience and that kind of stuff. It's like, yes, it's good that you know that. But the fact that it crosses your mind to be like, like to oh, no, that. we lost. Burn everything down. That shouldn't have been on the table in the first point. Like, no, like I, I actually, I, I love their mind because we knew that they didn't have a, a sports background, and yeah. I love that they're not embracing. Like, no, we own the freaking team now. We're going to be making some decisions, uh-huh. and, and that's why I asked Greg Penner, "How involved are you going to be in the decisions?" And he said, uh, "Not going to be involved at all." Uh, we we want to be fans. We want to be cheering. He said, uh, you know, I may want to learn some ins and outs of it, but he's going to be making no decisions on who they draft. And he could have pulled a Jerry Jones. 
<laughs> he could have said, oh, I'm yeah. going to be. Now, he wouldn't have said, I'm going to be drafting everyone. But today, he could have said. Yeah. I want to be very involved in the football product. And I, I'm going to yeah. be I'm going to be in the war room on draft day. And he could have said it in a fun way. And, you okay. know, I'm going to be so excited. I'm going to be in there. That would have scared the hell out of yeah. me. Oh, yeah. But I it's was, easy to um, say that on day one. Yeah, it's true. Like, when the draft comes around, and it's like, well, where are you going to be on draft night? It's going to be in the war room. And you're going to have you – know, I mean, He's, he's going to be watching YouTube. He's well, going to be doing to that me, stuff. Well, to me, again, that's why the quarterback is so important here. Yes. Like, I could see an owner, a new owner, like, we need a quarterback in, like, watching some college football playoff game and being like, that guy. He's my guy. I want him, you know. Yes. And, like, overriding all the scouts and all that stuff. But it does feel like they're going to come in and take the George Payton approach, which was, hey, I'm not going to come in and fire everyone right away. I'm going to, yeah. you know, see things. I did have a lot of fun with, like, um, interns and, like, other um, – members of the organization today just like when i was making small talk with them like so have you thought about how like today could be your last day oh my god <laughs> brutal wow. wow just a small talk yeah. so that's why you asked me that today what you got my temperature on if this is my last day <laughs> no, I, did. I, I did say that to like four people though but four people that i like knew would know i was joking so you don't think I knew that I knew you knew I was joking? Greg Penner can't fire you. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Thankfully. Could, I guess he could, he could kind of. <laughs> He's like, you see that guy? Don't credential him. Greg, I loved you today, man. You're doing everything right. Um, but yeah, it doesn't sound like that's going to happen. I, yeah, yeah I, I hope not. I think there was one more thing that I really took uh, from this, but I can't remember. Uh, nice. Yeah. Um, I'll say Condoleezza Rice is kind of the tie to Denver. Like when it all comes, when it comes time to like pick uniforms, she's probably going to be the one who's like, yep, we're like, don't change it from orange. Like it's supposed to be like orange and blue. Those are the Broncos. She's the one saying like, ah, here's why you keep it downtown. Or like, here's why all these things. Like she's the one who's tied in. She's the one calling back to the players from the eighties talking about like orange crush, the orange crush, all that sort of stuff. I do think that that aspect is kind of important when you have... Also, she's not new to sports. Totally. Totally. But like when you have people come in, it's like, yep, here is the toy. And this is absolutely being run like a toy. It is nice to have some tie back to Broncos reality. I like your thought process. I I don't think that's really going to happen. I I think this is going to be Greg Penner on the grind Uh day to day uh, with her husband or her wife. His, His wife, yeah. uh, Carrie Walton Penner, also there day to day ish, you know, three or four times a week. Uh, and I don't, I think everyone else is going to be very hands off, including Rob yes. Walton. What do you think they would say if I was able to get their ear and I was like, hey, if you guys want someone that's just like kind of understands the pulse of like the fans in like Denver and stuff, like I'm happy to like sit in on some meetings? They'd say, uh, would 1% ownership <laughs> stake work? Uh, and I'd be like, I'm gonna need three. 120 mil? No, I'll do it for free. Oh, for free? I just wanna, I just wanna help. I, I do think that they're going to want to listen to fans, and and like you said, they're not gonna change anything right away. Oh, this this was my other big takeaway. Was he said, you know, we really like the pieces here, we really like George, we really like Nathaniel, like Russell, but they're going to have to perform, and uh, that that is kind of a little message being sent that you're going to get this year you maybe get another year or so but he did also say today that this team has the pieces to compete this year or maybe not yeah. compete but like to win this year you think, think he's he said grinding season film? no <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> so i think that there could there won't be changes before this season but 
if this is a really bad season, if they go seven and ten, there could be changes right then. Uh, if they win, I think everyone's safe. I think if I owned a football team, like if I came into ownership, I would like reach out to the film staff and be like, "Hey, like, can you make me some cut ups of just like help me understand oh, the yeah. team? Like, do you think that's a possibility of a thing that happened? Like, I'm sure that he's been watching. Like, I'm sure he's like gone back and watched some Broncos games. The very least, like he's watching highlights or getting maybe it's people sending him the cut ups or whatever. But I. You, they, you don't buy a team and then not get excited. Like fans are excited about the season and they're watching those right. stu- those things. Like when I like buy a, a new like golf club, I like watch a hundred videos. On <laughs> Take it out right. to the driving range before <laughs> yeah. you have to play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'd be interested to know the answer to that. Like, have you watched any film? <laughs> well, pro- probably not film. It's probably more casual. Yeah. Uh, but about ten years ago, Greg Penner had the idea of potentially buying the team. Then he did not talk to Rob Walton about it. Then once the Broncos last year were looking like they were going to be sold, Rob went to Greg and they talked and said, oh, wow, we've both been thinking about this. And I'm sure Greg said, okay, father-in-law, let's make it happen. Okay. Any concern about what would happen in the event of a divorce? Wow. Well, then that wow. would probably... That was the only thing that came to my mind when I was like, oh, that's... I was like, man, what a gift to your son-in-law, a football team. Yep. Um, and then I was like, wait, what if things were to go awry? Like, that... I feel like that could cause some serious complications. You have to imagine that Rob Walton was comfortable <laughs> enough with their marriage <laughs> well, to do Well, of course, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. It's like worst case scenario. Ah, oh, dang, there goes $4 billion like, that we sold I would have to assume billion. that, like, Greg Penner is, like, 10-time son-in-law of the year before he got... This yeah. type of honor. Well, you do wonder because he's the one taking the reins right now. I just but remember sure like he's... the Dodgers, there was like a divorce and it caused the whole thing. Like Maybe that's the only way that this team is not in the Walton Penner family yes. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Hope it doesn't happen. Not to bring up like a. Yeah. But it geez. is. It just is a weird thing about <laughs> bringing two families essentially in um, to to the group. It is one big family, but it's two names. But it's like, yeah. you know, family is like, oh, let's let's buy a lake house, you know? Like here's or here's like a cabin or something, and that might actually be more of their like value than this is. Like it'd be similar, I guess. It actually makes that's actually a good point, and I think what would probably happen is the Walton side of things would just like buy out. Yes, the rest of the team. Yeah, I'm sure yes. because Rob has that power. Right, exactly. It's unlimited cash. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. I think you guys did an okay job. My big thing was like... Okay job? Okay job. Oh my goodness. Wow. I just one of the leave. biggest days in a long time. This is my last you day. Didn't, uh, I, just, you didn't, I knew they would say all those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like my biggest thing is I, I, you have months and months to prepare what you're going to say when you sit in front of the media in Denver for the first time. You're going to say winning is the first priority. You're going to say like the most... like You know, we're not looking at... I don't know if they said like this isn't just a business to us or like whatever like... That that stuff seems easy to me. Yeah. Well, they did say it's a business. But so. it's the tone. It's like, we're going to have fun learning how to run a football team. It's like, I, like we're gonna maybe f- that's that's not the fun of it. Being good at doing it would be the fun part. But see, that's where I'm not worried about it is that one, they're open to that. They don't yes. know anything about it. And then two, that they're not going to do the football stuff. Because if they would have said, and Kerry Walton Penner also said, yeah, we're just learning this industry now. If then they would have said, and we're going to be making football decisions, that would have been like, oh, shit. Yeah, it really is crazy. It's like, 
it, it's akin to me like buying Walmart and being like, oh, I'm excited to learn how to run stores. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like, like I'm sure they're football fans and that gives them a little bit of a base. But well, you're a Walmart fan. No, um, <laughs> I'm a now Walton fan yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just, it, it's, it's interesting. And as long as they're fully okay with saying like, hey, we, we're not going to get involved until one of you guys royally screws up. And it's like, which is, does that mean they go eight and nine and at the end of the season, they make that tough call and Could maybe be. everybody says, oh, well, these three guys wound up injured and that's kind of easy. At some point, they are making decisions that will trickle down to football. I think there's a very good chance that Peyton, Hackett, Wilson is the combination for uh, the better part of the next decade. Definitely. And because of that, they just they essentially don't have to make any decisions outside of like the big stuff, like the stadium. Mm -hmm. Yep. Speaking of, speaking of the stadium, another world-class stadium reference today yep. we got. Uh, and they, they also pointed to the 10 year lease that the Broncos still have and then pointed to, so, you know, we'll, we'll make our decisions as they come Sublease. to buy, buy the lease out. You can do it. When you have the money, you can do whatever you Just want. Post it on Craigslist. Dude. I didn't expect them to come out and say, Russell Wilson's getting a new contract today. I didn't expect them to come out and say that the stadium is going to be demolished and they're going to build a new one. Uh, so th these are things that aren't, don't surprise me. Just like yeah. the winning doesn't surprise you, Ryan. Uh, it's not things that surprise me, but it's very much still there of something can happen on Did the you see the maybe stadium yeah. news happen from the Cronkies? yes on the i was just about to, to segue to that before i was so oh, i'm just kidding um, <laughs> uh, i was just about to talk about this the Cronkies today or i guess they didn't come out with it but there was an article about their plan for the i don't know what you want to call it the redevelopment or um you know development that they want to create around ball arena and there was a very interesting piece in there, which was that they want to create essentially a promenade that stretches from mile high all the way to Coors Field. And if you actually like look on a map, it's a pretty straight shot um, between those three things. And you wouldn't include that in your plans unless you thought that Mile High Stadium or Power Field, whatever you want to call it, um, is going to be there for a while, especially because... It's going to take a while to build this thing. Now, it wouldn't preclude you if you thought they were going to do it. It wouldn't stop you from talking about this. But it is weird. Like, this plan is at least 10 years out. At oh, least. Probably closer to 30. Yeah, ex exactly. So, you wouldn't be talking about that unless you expected the stadium to be there. Or you at least thought there was a good chance the stadium could be there. I disagree. Okay. Because... Uh Who's building it again? You said who released plan? Cronky. Oh, Cronky. So then the money won't be a massive development for the Walton Penner group. It's going to be a Cronky thing. They're family, essentially. So they uh, would talk about this. Your cousin. Yes. It, how much of them making money helps you? I'm make not worried money? about the money. I'm just worried about the conversation that's like, hey, are you planning on keeping the stadium in downtown? And if they say no, then you're like, hey, we probably got to take that part out of our plan. Well, I, think I think there's a I real think, chance they don't know, though. I think if Like, they they're say, still figuring that out. And I think if they say no... I think this, it was the first thing they thought about when they decided they wanted to buy the problem. I think this can be a pressure thing. Uh, oh, yeah, they said no. Let's put some pressure on them. Let's put this out in the public. I mean, that the promenade that they're talking about sounds sick. 
Yeah, I and can't wait, wait to bring my grandkids. I, I, I oh, we'll be dead. I certainly <laughs> hope. To. I'm not pushing. I'm not pushing against that, Ryan. I think the promenade's going to go from Ball Arena to Coors. I hope you're wrong. Unless they want to extend it all the way to DIA, that'll be a heck of a promenade. Um, and that that, that is an ar- interesting like, development. It already sounds like the longest promenade ever. Seriously, yeah. like I, you know, I'm thinking like I think it's like Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, like. It's like one-tenth the length of that. It's, it's the main promenade I know of. So, first of all, like, if they did move the stadium, that's just all going to be apartments. Like, yes. it's... And the promenade will be just fine. Our thing is, so in 2020, they were going to redevelop, like, the Ball Arena land and the Elitches land. They said that was going to take 25 years. This now stretches... Like, this is easily three times that size. What's to stop them from just starting right now? Um, I mean, I guess they could... Permits. Probably. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. I, they're probably gonna move Elitches in the next couple of years, like. But that's twenty five years. Yeah, yeah. Like it's minimum another ten mm. for the rest, and who knows? Interesting. The definition of promenades as it's typically along a waterfront. Yeah, so uh, they're gonna build an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that really river's not. right there. They they called this the River Mile two years ago. The river is not right the there. The river is not right yeah, there. It is. To Elitches. It, this would run perpendicular to the yeah, river. Yeah, yeah. This would cross the river. Well, it would it would on that end. On river. that end, it would go across. But so, like like Elitches <laughs> runs across the river. It's all that bike path in that park, all the way down to Coors. I guess it like you take the, that trail. The river meanders a little bit. So <laughs> you could cross the river a couple times. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's along the river. The river is kind of a n- big name for it. I mean, okay. <laughs> think about like the path that we it's take. Cherry Creek that we took on the scooters back to your house after the Avs game. Yes, that goes across blake street yeah but that's like the tiny little smidge at the end of the promenade then like you go all the way coors cherry creek like bends or like the cherry creek trail like bends all the way across like you can take that all the way at coors really yeah that's what i do you can take that all the way to coors okay no that's coors we're not doing this <laughs> right now it's coors yeah, it's, it's coors. two o's next to each other it's coors we can't we have to stop saying that word <laughs> yeah we gotta change the name of that place Speaking but yeah that's a problem <laughs> yes but i wonder if like. they must be planning on getting yeah. that land um, like all those parks right there so that they can do whatever. Yeah. Tear, yeah. tear down the like parks. The skate park I just build hope, on the parks. I hope there's someone in there. Like you mentioned Condoleezza Rice. Like if she's the person who's like, hey, you should keep it downtown, she's instantly my favorite person on the panel. Yeah, I agree. Or she could say, let's raise the value of the uh, uh, of uh, our earnings. Yep. Wow. I would just, I mean, I just don't think that matters to them. But at the end of the day, I think the Broncos are in good hands. Y- yes. Good take. Thank you. Yes. That's comforting. I think you just got, <laughs> yes. you, you got me back on the right track. Um, at the end of the day, I think it was a fun day today. You know, it, it was. was a fun day. Expecting oh. a gauntlet of a day. We still got that. Uh, and expecting a really boring practice. It wasn't. It was actually fun and enjoyable. There was a couple on-field things. Should we get to that in a second? We should get to that in a second. Also, I just felt like everyone was extra friendly today. Like, even yeah. all the players I talked to were, like, so friendly. It's really true. It's really um, true. Like, I talked to Pat Sertan for one second. I said, um, what's it like to go through a whole practice without being able to break up a pass? <laughs> he just stopped, looked at the ground, looked at me, smiled, and just goes, hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's what it was today. He didn't get to break up any. But, Ryan, you've been, you've been flexing quite a bit. You want to take your shirt off or, or what? No, no, oh, no, no one wants no. to see <laughs> I do have a big hole in the middle of my shirt. Oh, is that the belly button hole? Uh, no, it's just 
a th- an extra hole. Has the belly button just eaten so much of the shirt <laughs> That's at so night? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> What's not gross is winning money over at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's the opposite where of gross. If it, exactly, it's the opposite of gross. Especially with this deal, all new users can get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars. What does that mean? You place a bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't hit, you get a free bet back in that amount so you can try to make that money back. You can do it for a $10 bet if you sign up, $100, up to $1,000. It's a great way to get in. And what I love is we are one month away from the NFL season. I believe less than one month away. I can't freaking wait. We're almost a month away from Broncos, Seahawks, and that's the game that I'd be getting in on. You gave that as your pick of the week earlier. I absolutely love it. You can even look to week two right now. There is so many NFL props, games, futures that you can get on over at DraftKings Sportsbook, and no one does it better because they give out nightly profit boosts, uh, awesome parlay boosts, so you can get in on all that. If you want to bet baseball, you can do that too right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. New customers only. Restrictions apply to DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Oh, yes, <laughs> Athletic Greens is awesome. Yes, uh, it is. Let's, t- let's tag team it. Ooh. Because Whoa. it's that's not really. That. Oh my god! <laughs> Am I gonna have to step in here? No. It has seventy-five good things, and actually more than that. But seventy-five vitamins. Okay. It also has adaptogens, which are things that help you adapt to things. And also, <laughs> it has minerals. I, I didn't give you any hints there. I had to take that one. Oh, well, um, you, you should go. have a travel pack. Ooh, anything interesting so on the bag? Yeah, you um, can get one of those. You can get five free. Made in New Zealand. Uh, it seems extra healthy. Was it that does. a question so or rush? That was that was yeah. for real. Oh, okay, I would have said false. Really? AG1. And if you go to athleticgreens.com <laughs> slash Broncos, you'll get five free travel packs and a year of immune-supporting uh, vitamins. Check them out. It's really delicious. And, and yes. honestly, these travel packs are good. It's great to get uh, them and have it every single day. We got to work on our two-man game. Yeah, you yes. guys we're not exactly really Jokic bad. and Murray at this point. No, we're not. <laughs> no, you're not even close. That's you're okay. not even like Kerry Walton Penner and Greg Penner. Wow. Well, oh, we don't want to. That's fine. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the same page there, though. <laughs> we were. See, we're getting better already. <laughs> See that? That's you know. I'll take credit for that. I brought you two together. Thank you. Thank Whoa. You. I just had a thought, Ryan. Yes. Would you marry me if it meant you could be a part owner of the Broncos? <laughs> <laughs> wow I'm just, I'm just gonna leave that one <laughs> okay think on it sleep on it um some not good news out of broncos yeah. practice today melvin gordon was not practicing today with a foot injury and the broncos didn't just sign one running back they signed two running backs now these guys are more practice squad probably battling with max borgie for the practice squad yep. spot maybe a final roster spot depending on how severe melvin gordon's injury is but he does have an injury nathaniel hackett said and nathaniel hackett we'll just say this probably every day is very coy about his injuries is not going to give information yep. so we don't know how big of a deal this is um when talking about I think any yesterday, he said, and he's got a little injury, but we're just making sure he's ready for the Cowboys tomorrow. Nathaniel Hackett did not say that today about Melvin Gordon. So I'm just trying to piece every little piece of information I have uh, together. And that, depending on the severity, is huge. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I'm, I'm a person who thought he was going to lead the team carries. Um, so it's not just like, oh, the backup is, you know, uh, coming off the board here. Like to me, it was like, okay, well, this is at the very least 1B um, yeah. yep. of your two-headed monster there. And I felt like he was by far the most comfortable in this scheme so far. Now, he's the most veteran. He's done it before. It makes sense. But I especially thought, like, early in the season, you were going to see a lot of Melvin Gordon. And so I don't want to panic, but the combination of those two things, him not being there, them essentially saying he's got an injury without, you know, giving too much details, and then signing two running backs is like, yeah, eh, we're not going to see him – very soon, that's for sure. It's signing the two running backs that's scary yeah. to me. I mean, it, it's, they didn't sign one after Crockett went down. No, they signed Borgie. So, so they did yep. sign one there. It seems like if, if Melvin wasn't going to be able to go for like a week, he wasn't going to be ready for the preseason game, like you, you add one more. But again, like, was he really going to get that many carries in the preseason game? Was Javante really going to get that many carries in the preseason game? So it seems like it'd be weird that you would patch that hole, right? And so to bring in two guys, it feels like you now have a competition at the back end of the roster to make the roster. Whereas before it felt like there was a competition to make the the practice squad. You know, you have Javante, you have Melvin, you have Boone, and now you have this. And maybe that's me reading too much into it, but I, I am concerned. What I will say is spin zone. I legitimately think Mike Boone has star potential in the NFL. Ooh. And... It would not be the worst thing in the world, in my opinion, for him to get more touches. Whenever you, like, f- I, so what happens is you have, like, a Mike Boone take, and then over the course of months, I, like, I'm like, you know what? Ryan's right. That <laughs> That is, he should be a number two running back. It's like, he should be, he should be a starting running back. It's like, you know what? I think he could be a starter. And then it's like, I know where you're going. It's like, you think he should be a starter? Yeah, I'm right there with you now. It's like, he, he has star potential. It's like, ah, I'm sure in like two months. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll catch up again. Wait until he goes off against the Cowboys on Saturday. Or tomorrow. Ryan, you gave Henry a booner right there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe we should. uh, That's what we grow over at Boone's Farm. Exactly. Couple couple penners over here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I really like Mike Boone. Well, you may be seeing a lot of him. He always produces. Mm-hmm. Give him the ball, and he produces. I don't know what more you yeah. want out of a guy. It's it's very true. There is a reason that he's a third string running back. Probably, probably. Just, I mean, Dalvin Cook, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. He's just been behind really Alexander Madison. Like that's true. He's just been yeah. behind really good guys. Okay, well, until Alexander Madison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Madison's legit. Yeah. <laughs> Top five president. You don't don't lose your credibility <laughs> when you have all these Mike Boone takes. <laughs> Good news. I actually don't know anything about um, President Madison's term. Long I hair? Don't either. Probably. Oh, probably. Probably. Yeah. Well, and bald on top. Alexander yeah. Madison, the football player, also has a uh, yes. Has long hair. Or is hair. it James Madison was the uh, both. president? Both. Yeah. There's two. I think so. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're gonna, killing it over there. Mad Madison. <laughs> A little more confidence. We could give you two points for that. I'm taking them. Oh, bad news for you guys uh, on the pizza bets. My pizza bets just keep going up and oh, up and up. Man. I love it. I mean, the fact that you're falling for the, the old depth chart trick is <laughs> yeah, The old depth chart trick. Uh, where were Eric? Where were the Eric's on the tight ends? They were at the bottom. Where were they on the, the field very today? Very bottom. Nobody knows. We weren't with the watching. Going <laughs> All of the tight ends were at the Well, there's are, there are those two that you always forget about. Like, I always yeah. feel like there's five tight ends on yeah. the roster, and you're like, 
Oh, yeah, it's number 86 again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there he is again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's jump into the questions. Okay, let, let's do it. Mile High 808 says, been a while. We know about WDRCT, but my question is WDUARC. Who doesn't use a rice cooker? Look forward to your recaps of practice. Go Broncos, go DNVR. In fact, had I had my notepad today, it was such a bad day that I didn't even bring my notepad. Yeah. Um, I would have said, what what uh, Russ cooked today? Rice nice. cooker rice. <laughs> because it took forever. All right. It took a long time. And it was perfect. And, and, it, every, was, and it was slow. And it was boring. Yep. Yep, and it Nothing was exciting about <laughs> using your rice cooker. <laughs> yeah. but Impressive. Perfect in the end. Yep, uh, and Did to you answer your question, so. Mile High 808, the majority of people don't use a rice cooker. Apparently. Majority. That is true. 60-40. Majority. majority. Yeah, yeah. But I just what, mean like... We, no, 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 no. I, I'm agreeing with you, but I just... You know, majority could mean anything from 51-49 yeah. to 99-1. It's not like we said vast majority. Yeah, I think I know. I just wanted... I, I just, majority. Really? That's just I, a straight up majority. I wasn't saying you said it wrong. I just wanted to add more My context. My goodness gracious, Mr. Technicality over here. But I don't even think it was that, Ryan. I think it was even more dominant. When I saw it last night, it was like 66 33 we okay. did just we'll, get we'll stick with 66 ah so it came back to <laughs> <laughs> my right 62 38 oh almost the best football score of all time ah wow. let me guess that's a csu no i know it's a cu yeah. cu nebraska <laughs> yes yes i know i know uh, uh all right little next. piece of news Mike Kliss just said the Broncos waived injured Tyreek McAllister, the other running back. Oh, so okay. A little little bit off the panic button now. And some some more news is yes. the Broncos put Christopher Allen on IR. So uh, the old red shirt <laughs> ear. Red shirt ear for Christopher Allen. Also, yep. Jonathan Harris, um I, he was second on the depth chart. I thought that was notable. Yeah, that, that is notable. Tyree Cleveland on number two. Yeah, that was weird. It was yeah. exactly. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what are we doing here? Yeah. That's what. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm not worried about the Eric's. And uh, Calvin <laughs> Anderson, starting right tackle. Yeah. How could he not be? Looking great. And uh, Hank, didn't what? What did we have? We had. I had Brett Rippin to be the the, the on the go, roster. No, not go, even, number two to be the backup, which feels dumb. And <sighs> no, it doesn't. He's the better. He's been the better quarterback in this camp. What the I realized first five days he had. Josh exactly. has been better the past week. I agree. I, but but what I realized recently was I needed Brett Rippon to be that much better than Josh Johnson throughout camp. And yep. so I was like, oh, he looked that much better so far. Oh, he's in the driver's seat, like all that stuff. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. He needed to be that much better all the way through, even just to turn into a competition. I mean, I, I took advantage of you because I yep. knew exact. this is the exact same situation as last year, except last year was a starting quarterback. This year it's backup quarterback. Drew had to be that much better yep. than Teddy last year to be the starter and i just i just knew it was wasn't going to happen he wasn't gonna be that much better keep an eye on corliss waitman baby oh i trust your eyes with you melbourne bronco my boys it's good to be back i've been listening but unable to comment i have a few thoughts from the last few weeks of pods firstly how can you all say jerry was our number two wide receiver and he hasn't done anything but drop passes that's such a tired narrative in my opinion um as opposed to like tim being the number two no i just mean like he's very clearly done more than just drop passes in yeah order. yeah but but i'm oh and then he goes on and says tim patrick has caught everything yes i mean it's just the we i actually don't think we ever said he was the number two we said he's the second most talented i think he's the most talented or he's we said that tim was the third most talented yes 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 which i don't and maybe fourth behind who 
KJ. KJ. Yeah. In terms of talent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, secondly, I've nicknamed Henry Splinters due to continuously split sitting on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that oh, is me. That is sitting splinters. on a splinters. With splinters. That sounds awful. That yeah. does. Uh, lastly, RK, there's a podcast titled The Glitch about an Aussie that ripped off over a million dollars from a bank and went on a year-long party and shared the wealth. It's a fascinating story. Love the camp coverage. Cheers. What, why was that relevant specifically to me? I do love heists. I know. So maybe maybe podcasts? You big podcast? I do love podcasts oh, yeah, as well. It's yeah. weird because we were just talking about how... Or maybe, the, no, that was Adam who's saying, like, I really appreciate people who No, can, me like, and Adam were, were, like, bonding upon the fact that we appreciate people who are able to pull off like insane mm. like the guy who almost bought the new york <laughs> Islanders. incredible <laughs> could you imagine let's say with no money let's say two weeks ago it comes out that the walton penner group can't buy the broncos because all the money's fake and they don't have the, I mean, could you imagine just how crazy and that's what this guy that did happened. and not not even that it would have been like a couple weeks from now yeah after he he was, was introduced, he introduced and everything. Yes. No yes. way. Yes. And he was like paying like small payments that were supposed to be like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he would do like $10 and be like, oh, there must have been an accounting issue. Like they just moved the decimal. Um, and he got all the, like, yeah, he was the owner for like a couple weeks. So did he just think, I mean, he had to have known it was going to catch up, right? I don't think people that live in that, like do those types of things. Cause even when he got out of jail, he like, did another <laughs> thing and then got but i just think they think like i think i can get away with this one wow. what's crazy is there was like a trigger in the contract that was about to hit and he needed like three hundred thousand more dollars or whatever to like hit that trigger and if he would have he really would have owned the team like and they would have had to like sue to get it back oh yeah. my and he couldn't come up with three hundred thousand. he had this friend in the hotel business who was gonna give it to him and for whatever reason like hesitated wow that would have been something i guess he he later on got caught for fraud and is uh, currently serving a 10-year prison sentence still yeah wow see the broncos are much better hands yes they are john spano yes related no last name Uh, sounds related i think his i think it was no s on the end of that no s wow crazy yeah uh c huh. fillmore 72 gentlemen greetings from the west of england uh back from a Ooh. fortnight's holiday that's two weeks uh catching up mm-hmm. on pods was great to hear rk housekeeping news on monday about the london plans getting firmed up we're all getting firmed up thinking about it uh that was me not him yeah whoa. Uh, i have booked whoa. To stay whoa. <laughs> okay you give me crap for pushing, uh, going, pushing yeah, the line. i was not pushing the you line jumped right over up, it and is... just started hammering it oh <laughs> that is gosh. the line i just walked right you up just to it. whipped it out uh, <laughs> see now you're doing that thing that you do uh i have booked to stay in london on the saturday so i can get in on whatever you guys are doing the day before the game we've got two plans that day uh, last time I was in London, I was meeting Russ. Next time I'll be meeting you and the other DNVR members and listeners. Looking forward to it just as much. Wow. I will wow. say like... Wow. wow. Compared us to Russ. Is it fair to say we're a better hang than Russ? Oh, easily. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's not be too harsh on oh, the guy. I'm not harsh. I'm a just saying we're a lot of fun. Hang. Never mind. I mean, oh, oh boy, we're doing that again. Also... Is is England wide enough to have a West? 
Yes. It's a very narrow of country. Course. What are you talking this, about? I feel like West. This, you're on the west th- of yes, this room. Exactly. No, no, no. You don't yes, get to call yes, it yes. West, of west England. No, yes. West England just Wales or the ocean. Nope. No, no. That is not There's, wide enough. The weird to have thing, a, you know, what's one thing I was thinking about the other day? No one ever says West Denver. What happens there? Yeah, not not often. Um, it's weird. Really, even not East Denver much either. Yeah, you it's hear like, like North East and Colfax, I guess, but yeah, that wouldn't yeah. be East yeah. Denver. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um. He says thanks for the camp oh. coverage and entertaining pods. Great chemistry between the new big three. All the best, Christopher. Love you, C. Fillmore. We're going on a Warriors esque or a Heat esque run. Wow. Oh, big three. I call LeBron. Eh. The late edition. I'm definitely not. <laughs> Can't Chris even Bosch. argue it. I'm not Chris Bosh. <laughs> Chris yes, Bosh. Chris Bosh and LeBron were the same time. Yeah, but I'm LeBron. I'm fine with being D-Wade. No, 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 no. I said I'm not Chris Bosh. I'll take either of them. I'm you're, not him. you're Chris Bosh. With the neck and the... No. Yeah. Dude, I love your mid-range jump. Uh, no. no, no, no. You're so tall. Oh, I was never a Chris Bosh guy. Okay, Chris. Uh, Onion Booty um, Bronco says, do you guys like grilled cheeses? course i feel yeah. like everyone does wow yeah. yeah american cheese only i'll say that oh no any type of cheese you can literally put any type of cheese between two slices of bread and melt it and i will eat it it's supposed to be american though. i i saw a uh, grilled cheese made with this was on tiktok a couple days ago made with palmetto cheese and cr- lobster oh whoa. and i was like can you even call this a grilled cheese right this is expensive that's just a lobster sandwich <laughs> yes, at that point. like exactly. i think like you have to take the most expensive yes, ingredient yes 100 <laughs> um what i just lost my wi-fi that's not good yeah i'm on creative farm 5g right now yeah don't give away the password no no (laughs) um anyways he says what constitutes an immaculate grilled cheese and how do you go about making it okay so what constitutes an immaculate grilled cheese to me um sourdough bread oh just okay go ahead yours first were you gonna say not sourdough bread specifically but go ahead (laughs) sourdough bread um and just some great cheese maybe even um like a little there's a lot of things i like to add afterwards like a dipping sauce um sometimes you could go as simple as ketchup um but you could get as fancy as like a chipotle mayo um and then i do appreciate a grilled cheese that has like a fresh element in it like some tomatoes wow okay fancy grilled cheese yeah yeah so the way grilled cheese is supposed to be according (laughs) to wonder bread and american cheese Shut up. I was going to it's my turn to talk. <laughs> so what happens is it, it first of all Let has to guess, be Let me guess Wonder Bread and Grilled Cheese. Hey, 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 it has to be white bread. Any white bread will do. Sourdough's white. No. Yep. So, yep. so here's the thing. Yep. So it obviously is. it can't be wheat, it can't be any of that sort of stuff. People always want to make it sourdough everywhere you go. You go to Starbucks, what do they have? Sourdough. They have probably. sourdough. Everybody wants to make it sourdough. Uh, it's not supposed to be to. sourdough. It's white. Ideally Wonder Bread, yes. American cheese, you can put two two of them, one on each side. You cook them That's separately it? with butter. Then you squish them together, and then you have a nice grilled cheese. So I actually make my grilled cheeses in the panini maker. Oh, Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> so much easier. And then you get like the makers. cool like yeah. ridges that are extra yeah. crunchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it right. You Thank do you. it right. Thank um, you. The most important thing is just enough cheese. Zach's favorite version cheese. of grilled cheese is just string cheese 
quilted and melted in the microwave. I hadn't had that for That's 10 years until like a couple weeks ago. What oh, a pod throwback. I, wow. oh I forgot to take a picture wow. of it. Damn it. <laughs> when we have microwave experiment day, uh, we got to get yes, some of that first. Yes, yes. Love a good cheese quilt. <laughs> Anyways, he says, Broncos question, what player will fans fall in love with this season? One who we don't expect. Hmm. So you can't go with Montreux Washington because yes, I think everyone expects that now. So you really got to dive deep. Let me go with Jonathan Cooper. I think I think he will be loved to the no 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 Baron Browning. Sorry, okay, your face reminded me that I said the wrong one. Last Baron, on the depth chart. Baron Browning is not loved enough enough right now for that to be off the table. Although I do think it's close just because he played so much. When you go back and watch him, especially in college, it's freaky. Like, you forget, he he was, like, the number 11 recruit in the country, number one outside linebacker, like, all those physical tools, and they just put him in whatever position was most important. Like, they weren't, like, learn how to play inside linebacker, learn how to play outside linebacker, learn how to do this. They're just like, oh, it's first down? Just play middle linebacker. Oh, it's third down? Go rush your court. But never Tom. It's just, like, go be an athlete. He's only, what, 23 now, I think? 22 maybe still? I think he's still 22 he is about to turn into a, f- a freak. So, yeah, I think he just chose to, obviously, have an answer. That's oh, fair. Uh, you, you I'm going to go with Pat made a Sertan. Case. Oh. <laughs> uh. I'm going to go with the real answer here. A guy named Mike Boone. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, That's my pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, that's fine. Just jump on the hype train. You made a good case, though, Henry. Can I pick Thank Nathaniel you. Hackett? I think he's going to be like one of the most loved coaches in broncos history i agree but too obvious okay yep yep next Uh, one for money booty again he says you may have covered this by now but why is jonathan cooper fourth on the depth chart (laughs) he's the fourth best out of those guys like yeah there's a a lot of depth in front of him um i will say uh, he he had a couple moments early in camp been pretty invisible since pretty invisible um my only thing here is i was kind of expecting them to put him like second because they're trying to trade him I don't know that for a fact, but that was like my theory going into the depth chart is like, oh, I bet Jonathan Cooper is going to be higher than he should because they're going to try and trade him. Now I'm starting to wonder if like Malik Reed is still the trade possibility and they're they're elevating him yeah. up because they want to trade him. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Malik Reed has done a good job of kind of holding Baron Browning off yep. for that starting spot because Baron Browning looked like he had it last week and then Malik Reed jumped him. And I just think people... Don't give as much credit to Malik Reed as, yep. he, as he deserves because he hasn't just led the Broncos in sacks once. The past three years combined, he's been their sack leader. Yeah. That's wow. pretty incredible. Now, Von only, Miller and Bradley Chubb are on those teams now. They yep. didn't play that. No, ex- exactly, <laughs> though. That's And he only has 15 over a three-year span. That's kind of underwhelming. Not for him. That's great for him. Yeah. But it's yeah. underwhelming for that, that to be that's a sack the leader. the lead is yep. very Ter- concerning. Yeah. Yep. And Jonathan Shelby Cooper, Harris, number two. Right, that's what I was the about, thing about Jonathan guess. Cooper is like you have the extra years of control, which make you want to trade Malik Reed, but also that makes him more valuable. Exactly. And it's like if, when they flipped that corner last year, I think they trade him. I think they keep Malik Reed. This is my official changing of the stance. Cause I don't think they can give him to the practice squad. I think they have to, I think they have to trade him or just lose him on waivers for a fifth. If you can get a fifth for a guy you drafted in the seventh, you do it. Who is number 90 on the Kongbo. roster? Impressive. Yeah. Jonathan Kongbo is above Jonathan Cooper. He's so big. 90 that actually is, stands out. He's massive. Yeah. That's wild. I think yeah. he's listed as a defensive end. Or he was no. on the roster at first, which was an issue, but now he's outside linebacker. Okay. Yep. 
Um, let's move on here. We've gone very long. Coming in from Bank Hankstand says, Druthers, what a great word. What a great concept. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? If you had your druthers and the Broncos accomplished one thing to near perfection in the game against Dallas, what would it be? Pass pro, splash play, run blocking. What do you say? Is it just me or are the new owners rather square? Love Hankstand. Welcome to old rich white men. <laughs> um... I and I guess it wasn't all. Uh, he said yeah. owners, so there's not. It's not only just old rich white men, which is actually very nice and refreshing. Yes. Um, but f- super powerful people. Yep. Yeah. Welcome to super powerful people. Um, they're just n- all, n- usually not that interesting. Yeah. Uh, which makes Lewis Hamilton kind of a fun addition to this. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I thought about this the other day. My druthers. I, I constantly think about my druthers. Um. <laughs> If I could have one thing happen to perfection in this game, now I don't even think Russell Wilson is going to play. No, nope, I, I would have him play, <laughs> and I would have it be a one-play touchdown, one snap, play action, bomb, Jerry Judy in the end zone. Because you know what I was thinking about? What's the most valuable thing that can happen in the preseason? Based off what we learned last year, it's a long touchdown that can like carry you a week. It's true. Like, just talking about this one long touchdown play, like Drew Locke to KJ Hamler. Yep. And it was just like, wow, that's like, there it is. Like Drew Locke made his move. Yeah. Um, now we don't have to worry about that, but it would be like, that's what this offense is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not going to see Russ probably. Nope. Um, has that already been announced? Nope. Not announced, okay. but uh, pretty clear from Hackett today. Yep. Uh, so I guess, should I give a second? Take. Uh, why, why don't we do your biggest thing you're excited to see, biggest matchup you're excited to see tomorrow when everyone is playing and joint practice? Okay. Um, Jerry Judy versus anyone not named Pat Sertan. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, this is more of like, it's not like, oh, this will be fun. It's more of like, a, okay, let's rip the Band-Aid off. And that's uh, Micah Parsons against the Broncos tackles. Like, first of all, can Garrett Bowles hold up? There's kind of what might be exciting. Calvin Anderson, just how bad is it? What what happens when Micah Parsons going at Calvin Anderson? We need to know. Rip the Band-Aid off. That I got to tune in, though. Okay, and I've got two really quick. Pat Sertan against CeeDee Lamb. Yep. I'm going to love yeah, seeing that, especially one. with Dak. Advantage, Pat. Dak, I, I agree, but yep. I just I want to make sure. I want to make sure. And then also a sneaky one. Dan Quinn against Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Wow. Dan Quinn was the Ooh. front runner to get this job. I think he's going to want to show George Payton you effed up, man. What about um, who's the linebacker they just signed? Um, oh yes, uh, from Barr. the Vikings, Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr, yeah. yeah. Is he getting a, sc- a little scrap? Man, what if he gets a pick? That would suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I could have anything go perfect in the preseason game that we haven't talked about yet, uh, it would be Mike Boone going off. <laughs> there we go. I'll just keep going with Baron Browning and say, just give me a big Baron Browning game. Nice. I think he's yeah. probably on the field quite a bit just because of where he is on the depth chart. Nash, Love it. Nash Bronco chimes in. DNVR boys, I hope you guys get a day off tomorrow. I know this training camp has been a grind, and we so appreciate your hard work and great analysis. Not tomorrow, but the day after that. Yeah, true. Chili Colorado is one of the dishes that may be slightly different depending on where you get it. Personally, I like to make it using ground bison and use it as a, a bison i was going with a north dakota pronunciation. <laughs> okay. uh and use it as an enchilada filling rather than as a stew my family's from new mexico oh. so maybe it's more of a new mexico thing that's confusing considering it's called yes chili colorado um there are only a few places you can get green chili here in nashville but i'll certainly point you to them if you guys visit for the, the game go dnvr and, and go the new membership group i actually don't want nashville green chili i, I just want hot chicken. you want hot chicken yeah every sense. meal 
Like, I, I'm totally down to eat at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Man, wow. it's so freaking good. <laughs> I might need I've, a chicken and waffle in the morning. Well, yeah, Nashville hot chicken and oh waffle. Oh, my gosh. That I love counts. how it's a little sweet. Whew. The the Nashville? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think there's, like, oh. a little bit of brown sugar. Oh, in my the... gosh. Amazing. Anything that's a little sweet is good. It's true. There's a place around here that um, does, like, a little bit of sweetness on their fries. Mm, Actually, money. I'll just say it because I love it so much. Fire on the mountain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, best well, wings and maybe best fries as well because they sprinkle some sort of sugar on the fries oh, along man. with the salt. Oh, you're wow. killing me. <laughs> uh, and that's the last one. That's it. That's awesome. Um, this has been great. Yeah. It's a new era for everyone. Just like a fun... I don't know why. Just, it was a fun day today. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Top o- to bottom. Ownership talk is fun. We should do it more often. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> let's never talk... Let's not talk about the owner for the next six years. Literally. Next 60 years. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. That would mean all is well. Um, and how come Lewis Hamilton wasn't there? Uh, he is mid-season. He's too big to be at like the announcement of buying an NFL team. No, he's mid-season. I think he's, but that counts as too big. Where is he on a scale of like one to Cristiano Ronaldo? Is he like almost there? How many followers does Ronaldo have? Like, because of course that, that is what determines how yeah, important he's like a lot more than that. Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. on Instagram? Yeah. Um, I bet you're right. I would bet as well. Okay, what's your guess? What's your guys' guess? What was a, it was 30 million yeah. for Lewis Hamilton? I'm going to say 250 million. Ooh, a quarter bill. I'll take 100 million. You guys are both way off. Four hundred and seventy-four million. You were only half off. off. (laughs) (laughs) That's math there. That's insane. Uh, Yeah, five hundred mil. What percentage of the world is that? Uh, That's a big portion. Eight billion. That's more than America. Just think about that. Oh my god, that's Um, insane. And I don't even follow him. Do you guys know who has the most Instagram followers? At least as of like two years ago. Ooh, at Mm. Instagram. (laughs) No, it's actually. Ronaldo has way more than this guy. Oh. So he may honestly be the most followed person. Who was it? Uh, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Wow. Why? That's weird. I would yeah. have definitely expected to be a girl. Mm, that's, that's fair. <laughs> the Rock? I think he's eye candy, though. The Rock uh, he is, is sneaky yeah. the same person as Russell Wilson. Rock candy. Yeah. In the, their like attitude, the way they talk. The Rock has everything, though. I mean, he's got the sports background. He's got the acting. He's actually absolutely hilarious. He's also a philanthropist. Wow. I think he owns what? his own tequila. <laughs> Let's learn something about Zach there. Yes. <laughs> a, big, a big rock guy? Yeah. Is that what you learned? Zach really, like, this he reminds, reminds me of, me of his myself. <laughs> yeah. So. This, like, reminds me about how, like, Zach likes network television. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. rock kind of fits there. <laughs> the All right. Yes. Let's wrap that up here. This has been an absolute blast. Hit us with a thumbs up on your way out there. Extra important right now. Uh, and make sure you get your tickets to the tailgate. But we'll talk to you guys tomorrow after joint practice is going to be a banger. 4 p.m. Flying cotton